When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. I'm so excited for this one. Game Week 1 is just around the corner. FPL is back. In this one, I'm going to be sharing my team for Game Week 1 to kick things off. We'll also talk about players who narrowly missed out on the final team. There's daily content on this channel throughout the season to help you hit your rank target and win your mini leagues, so make sure you subscribe in. There's also some very exciting news to share. I'm going to be launching a website after Game Week 1 and it's completely free. No paid features or anything like that. It's been in the works for months and it's got tons of useful FPL info, including live bonus points, effective ownership, price changes, expected data and more. I'll be announcing it after the Gemic 1 deadline, so make sure you follow me here and on other platforms. So let's get into the team. Starting off in goal and it's Pickford. Hear me out on this one. Something I feel has been a bit overlooked due to it being a very late signing is Turner to Nottingham Forest. He's 4 mil and expected to be a starter. If Forrest also signed Henderson, then that could change, but as it stands, he's my 4 mil goalkeeper of choice. If we pull up goalkeeper rotations with Forrest from the Scouts members area, these are sorted top down by best rotation. Link below to become a Scout member, by the way. I'll be using their tools throughout. Everton right up there. In Gamic 2 and Gamic 5, when Everton faced Villa away and Arsenal home, Forrest meanwhile are home to the two promoted sides in Sheffield United and Burnley. They also kept four clean sheets and six preseason games. We know what we're going to get from Dyche. Everton are home to Fulham Gamic 1, who look like they could be without Mitrovic, who has been in the news throughout the transfer window, as apparently forcing a move away. He's been their focal point, so he'll be missed in attack, which can only be a good thing for Everton defensively. Anand has been in a lot of my drafts, but I do feel his ownership's been a bit inflated by the hype now, at almost 30%, so the back three in the team is Gabriel Estepinian and Shaw instead. Shaw keeps me invested in Man United's defence, but a hedge against Anana, and he also solves a problem that I was feeling conflicted about in previous drafts, which was starting Chilwell against Liverpool, who can't stop scoring at the moment. We'll talk more on Chilwell later. Gabriel came in at 0.5 mil too cheap in my eyes. Arsenal's defence should only improve with the signing of Rice and Timber, but offensively, if we pull up last season's data, Gabriel was top among all defenders in the league for expected goals, with just over 5xg, 32 shots taken. They're up against Nottingham Forest in Gamic 1 as well, who have failed to find the back of the net in their last four pre-season games. I think even double Arsenal defence is fine. Estepinian, the last of the back three in Gamic 1. I put together updated clean sheet odds just before hitting record, and here they are. Brighton joint top of Man City, given a 51.5% chance. One goal and seven assists last season, and Luton home in Gamic 1, which is about as good as fixtures come. He won a penalty in Brighton's final pre-season game, which was converted, and therefore an assist. Shows the sort of areas that he takes up. Onto the midfield, which is Martinelli, Saka, Matoma, Fernandes and Rashford. Nottingham Forest home, another standout game one fixture. At one point, I was tripled up on Arsenal attack with Jesus, but the double works fine given the injury to the forward. Last season, Jesus had the best minutes per expected goal involvement among the Arsenal players, every 123 minutes, but he did play significantly less minutes. Martinelli was next best, they're not a huge amount between the mids. The question is, does Trossard threaten his minutes or not? In my opinion, Martinelli will be a regular starter. Perhaps that could change once Champions League starts around Gemic 5. 
Trossard are more likely to play as an 8 next to Odegaard or through the middle up top with Jesus out. Could be competing with Havertz in both positions. There is potential for him to come off early in games however. Saka is another one who came in way too cheap in my opinion. I'd still have him if he was 9.5 mil. Wouldn't be surprised if we're paying 10 mil for the 24-25 season. The experts video is out on Friday morning which is data from the top all time managers but as a sneak peek here, Saka 95% owned among them. This is another reason to double up in attack. Given Saka's high ownership you have other routes to benefit from goal scores and this is clearly one fault of this team in terms of no Man City attackers beside Haaland. Spoilers by the way. There's basically no rank to be gained for Man City goals because Haaland's so highly owned. With the double Arsenal mids, there's always a chance for something like a Saka assist Martinelli goal or vice versa. The 6.5 mil midfielder bracket has been an absolute headache for me, and Bumo, Eze, and Mitoma are all really good picks. Even Diaby at Villa should be great. Eze and Mbumo should be on pens, and they are likely to play 90 than Mitoma, but Mitoma's got the fixtures. So this one's a fixtures play, and then it's a potential transfer out after three game weeks or so. Fernandez is absolutely one player who will benefit this season from the new rule they just introduced which will lead to longer stoppage times. Expecting a lot of pain on the road this season from clean sheets wiped out on the 100th minute but players like Fernandez, who are always on the pitch at full time at least have more chance to get a return. 8.5 mil great price and a great game at one fixture so it's a double up with Rashford. In theory Bruno should benefit from having a proper striker to feed chances to in new signing Holland. Last season he played 17 times with Veghorst and the striker didn't score once. The news this week is Lobotegi stepped down as Wolves coach a matter of days before the season kicks off, so this home fixture has to be one to target. Gary O'Neill has come in to replace him as head coach, Bournemouth manager last season. Given it's just a few days until the game kicks off it's far too soon for him to impose his style on the players and get them understanding his system. So let's move on to the strikers and the bench and if you would like to follow my team and other content throughout this season make sure you hit subscribe, lots of great FPL content to come right here. So on to the front two and it's Xiao Pedro and Haaland. No Watkins here who has become a popular pick in the absence of Jesus and Nkunku. He's had a good pre-season, two goals and one assist. I mentioned earlier that Estepinha won a penalty in Brighton's final pre-season game and it was Xiao Pedro who took it and that was with Gross on the pitch who some speculate could take penalty duties from the departed McAllister. He feels well worth a go given the opening three fixtures and he's given me two mil spare in the bank, more on that in a minute. This is likely what we'll see in game week one in terms of Brighton's lineup. So Haaland's another one who they actually priced too cheap when you consider his record ownership. The problem here is that you'll gain next to no rank for every goal or assist he gets so it's basically a 10 man game every week. In fact there'll be lots of triple captains active in game week one I expect which is not something I recommend by the way, so you can actually expect to lose rank in Gemi 1 for every goal or assist that Haaland gets even if he's your captain, that's how effective ownership works. It sounds ridiculous but you'd probably be rooting for him to blank against Burnley. Just to explain effective ownership in simpler terms, let's say that he was 100% owned and you captain him which means he's 200% owned for you since he gets 2 times the points. There'll be some out there with triple captain active which could put him at 250% effective ownership overall. Therefore that's an extra 50% overall, so 50% of his points are scored against you by the player base. I mentioned earlier that I will be launching a free website in Gemic 1 which will have an effective ownership widget where you can track it. So onto the bench which is Turner, Chilwell, Bayer and Mubama. Turner hasn't actually changed to a Nottingham Forest player at the time of recording but it will be pre-deadline so don't sweat it. Chilwell first on the bench, Chelsea have got an unbelievable run of fixtures after Liverpool so I want him in the team. In pre-season he's got one goal and one assist, he's been popping up in really good areas and playing advanced and that assist came from a corner as well, he's been taking some from both sides which is awesome for a defender. 
I prefer him to James. He has impressed more in pre-season, but James is fine as well. The four-mil defenders are a right headache as well. Bulldog, Bayer and Kabore, all great options. I do fancy Burnley to have a much better season than Sheffield United or Luton, so I've picked Bayer on that basis. Mubama is my favourite four and a half mil forward to sit last on the bench. He actually scored three times for West Ham in pre-season and he got tons of minutes, so it looks like he will be in Moyes' plans, especially with Skamaka having left. So this draft has got two mil in the bank as well. I've never gone into Gimmick 1 with so much money, but the season I hit rank 1, I did take 0.5 mil into Gimmick 1, which came in handy later. It does leave me incredibly flexible. Any of the midfielders here, except Matoma, could end up De Bruyne in one transfer. Or Matoma could become a 7.5 mil midfielder like Madison or Foden later on. Shao Pedro could even become Jackson, which is a likely transfer. Mubama could even become a 6.5 mil or less forward like Vissa, and could even change formation after that. So just because you've got the budget doesn't mean you have to spend it, so that's how the team looks. So let's talk some players that narrowly missed out. Udogi comes in at 4.5 mil for Spurs and he's had a great pre-season, clearly favoured by Postacoglu. He was getting Sun to stay wide at times while Udogi inverts inside, so he's been popping up close inside the box, shooting and even scored one. Salah another one who narrowly missed out. Jao Pedro does make a Salah draft more doable. If you didn't see the Salah team video make sure you give that a watch after, I'll put it on screen at the end. And in the 6.5 mil bracket, Eze and Matoma were very very close for me. Eze likely to get 90 of Matoma. Eze played 90 minutes every single match after Hoshan took charge last season and he should be on penalties. We saw Man City top of the clean sheet odds, so Diaz and Edison were close to making it in as well. Stones I was a bit less convinced by myself. Over the last 5 years he's never played more than 7 consecutive games. He has been playing this inverted role a bit more advanced, but last season when he moved to that position his stats didn't improve at all. Trent was actually nowhere near my final team. Liverpool have lost Fabinho and Henderson, and they have looked leaky in pre-season. Could be a throwback to Liverpool of old this season, having to outscore opponents in high-scoring games, 4-3 type results at times. So tomorrow, the experts video drops, which will be data from 200 top all-time managers, including their player ownership, trip strategy, and loads more. Hit subscribe so you don't miss that as well. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.